What is up, everyone? I'm Michael Jewell, and welcome back to Theater Greater Than Film, the show where we watch a movie, very unprofessionally critique that movie, and then try and do some narrative improv to one-up said, in this case, children's movie, but if it was like a fever dream of a children's movie movie, it's just a nightmare. I don't know. It's Gremlins. But either way, believe me, we will fail every single time. Before we get started, allow me to welcome my wonderful partners and yes, ending the human embodiment of everyone's favorite 80s Furby doll, Miss Keisha Mills. That's all I got. Do I sound like a gremlin? You do not, thankfully. Yes. It is, it's, it's reserved for this person. Of course, the only person who can closely identify with the youthful angst of the slimy vermin, Virginia Gabby. They and I are one. <laughs> yeah, I do those, I do those two Take over. <laughs> Yeah, I, I watched this whole movie and I felt like, uh, Virginia, you were like, yeah, I get it. I get I get why these gremlins are pissed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I was saying like that the three rules of the gremlins are like my three rules. Don't really like being wet. Like I don't like the ocean. Um, I don't like to eat late. Um, you know, you I also don't, don't like really like the sun. I forgot about that as a rule. Uh, and okay, I was so like, that's me. You're like, hey, I don't... <laughs> I want to sleep, I hate getting wet, and the sunlight sucks. Uh, Glad I live in Texas. <laughs> yeah, only 48 hours of sunlight per day. Uh, so anyway, so today we're talking about the Steven Spielberg produced classic Gremlins, written by Christopher Columbus, which I feel very uh, necessary to, in, to mention here because this dude, uh, when I looked him up, was insanely prolific as far as my youth. So uh, let's, let's get into it. But before we do, uh, I am extremely happy and we are so very lucky today because we have one of the kindest souls in the game truly a martial artist and an improv artiste the wonderful lauren baumbauer hi <laughs> okay. as far as rankings of quality of gremlin go lord i have to be honest with you it's pretty low Okay, I have never. That was my first time trying. Okay, well then we'll let we'll let it pass. But it was. Cool. I'm happy you went for it. Warm up. Yeah, me, 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 me. Yeah, that was a very kind, like you know, jovial, like kind of just chill, like having a good. Oh, time. I could be Gizmo with the. Oh yeah. <laughs> you just have to say your own name a whole bunch, apparently, because we'll get into that, but. It, <laughs> One of the my deep-seated hates of this movie is the fact that that fucking Furby doll knows its name and just says its name over and over again. And I get that it's cute, but uh, I don't want a pet that would just... Could you imagine your pet just constantly saying its own name all the time? Especially you and I, because we have, we have, like, full names for our pets. Like, <laughs> yes. my dog's Michael Fassbender. And yours yeah. is Denzel Washington. Yeah, I, mine's actually Denzel Martin Luther King Malcolm X Jr. <laughs> oh, that's a mouthful. Yes. So it's a whole bunch. It's a whole bunch. Uh, so let's get into it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about this movie, Gremlins. Oh my God, usually uh, I would go into the cast and everything and I'll do that. And we'll do that in a second. But I'm just going to dive right in. Uh, Keisha, give me your first impressions. The return to the Gremlins-verse. 
I'm just getting upset all over again. Um, I was very, very stressed out on Wednesday. It just, I picked this movie, but I feel like when I said it, it was a joke. Like, I think Grimson's just popped in my head. I was like, oh, that sounds good, but it wasn't. It was the worst idea. This is the worst movie we've ever watched. You were so pissed. It was fun. It was like more fun for me to watch you getting angrier and angrier than to actually watch the movie. You live it about so many things. We'll talk about that in a second. But Virginia, tell me your first impressions. Gremlins. This is the first time I've ever seen this movie. And what a weird ride. And what a weird choice for Christmas. Like nothing yeah. says Christmas like little Furbies and slimy gremlins who play poker. I what? <laughs> okay, so and break dance. I know and break dance. Flash dance. Do that moves. Oh, I'm so furious. Okay, Lauren, tell me your first impressions. Then we're gonna get into this movie. What the mm. heck were you thinking while you were watching this? Um, also had never seen it. I, I was already just prepared with the fact that I knew it was a cute gremlin and you don't get him wet. This is all I really knew. <laughs> and I got so frustrated so often with the <laughs> the plot elements and nobody turning on lights or anything. Oh <laughs> so my god. Sad. The lights. The lights. <laughs> they, they all of a sudden land in like Amish Pennsylvania <laughs> and like nobody has light switches anymore. By the second act, nobody understood how to use a light switch. Ah, uh, it was so frustrating. All right, let's get into it. First off, I uh, I think th the reason why this is a nightmare Christmas movie is because I'm 100% positive that Christopher Columbus, who wrote this movie, uh, hates Christmas. Because <laughs> if you look at every movie he's done, it's almost all of it's Christmas related and it's all like fucked up Christmas experiences. Like Home Alone is the movie that he directed and it's, a t you know, it's, it's this poor kid who gets effectively orphaned during Christmas and has to like battle robbers to save his life and his house. And then he's a nightmare person too. He's even worse than the Gremlins in my opinion. And then you cut it all the way down to uh, like the first Harry Potter movie is a Christmas movie, but it's all about this like orphan Christmas kid who has certain powers and then like- He didn't a, like, write has that to battle. And he didn't like that, but like, it's never just like a fun, nice Christmas story. It's always like, there's a lot of pain and angst going on during Christmas. I feel like they have happy endings though. There's a, did a happy family. Did this movie have a happy ending? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, 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 totally did. Okay. He got the, the girl. The the, he well, does the get the girl, he does get the girl. He got the girl, uh, together. <laughs> hated that love sure. story. <laughs> yeah. The romantic yeah. Christmas story. The the guy, what's his name? Zach Galligan, who is the main protagonist, is the most boring milk toast human being <laughs> I've ever seen as like the lead of a movie. He's like not charismatic, not handsome, not any of the not like he's just a, a deer in the headlights while all of this other stuff is happening. He's on they're all on volume. They're all on volume yeah. during the entirety of this movie. None of them are reactive or have personalities. The the lead you're talking about, one time his face kind of went open like, oh. And that that's his most reactive face. <laughs> Was oh. that like on purpose? Are they supposed to be a whole town of 
you know are they are they not none of them were responsive like even the police like y'all shoot everybody else so <laughs> i shoot the grim yes. i don't understand the the police when they show up it is a waste of three people like what are they doing there there is no other than to explain like okay there are cops in this town but they show up uh one of the dude who i forgot who it was but one of the guys was being mauled by multiple gremlins and the cops are like all right time to get time to get out of here right <laughs> like let's go yeah. roll that hey roll that window up roll it up <laughs> let's go well, one of them was drunk also. They were just playing games in their little police station. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Let's talk I about I want to drive. Let's, you let's always go from drive. The top. Let's drunk. go from the top. Because this movie is is a, is, is a trip. It's a, just a true trip. You've got, this is a Spielberg-produced movie. So you've got a lot of the, the, the great 80s stuff going on where you've got like great puppetry and fun, like, like kind of a bouncy energy. But it starts in what I believe is the like, like 80s equivalent of blackface because in every 80s movie there needed to be like a very uh horrible asian stereotype in like some dingy opium den slash antique shop i mean it happens don't you know that's where we live (laughs) we all live in opium dens i grew up in an opium den that makes sense for you actually that kind of tracks i feel like (laughs) knowing you like i do i feel like that's probably pretty accurate But no, Virginia, tell me about that. Tell me what your thoughts are, you know, seeing that. Well, I thought they were in small town America. And I was like, this small town has a Chinatown? What? Because they're walking and he goes into this shop. And I was like, how can they have a Chinatown when there's only like one main street? Oh, but he's traveling. He's a traveling salesman guy, right? Oh, okay. So he's in like San Francisco. Maybe. Okay. Because I think he was like, I I think you're kind of right. I think he was just sort of running the routine. He's like in Cleveland. But but (laughs) the Asian dude walks to their house at the end and then walks out with the gremlin. So he must have lived nearby. He could have had a car. Maybe he flew. He He actually (laughs) floats. He did not have that much money to fly to get that gremlin. He was poor. Right, right. Yeah. We needed that $200. So that's what I mean. So we're kicking it off into like nightmare town of like just, just forced racism. We were forced into racism. With the weird narration on top of it. Because it's the dad telling the narrator. The The dad. The awful dad. No, no. Really? Rand Peltzer. (laughs) And I've got a story for you. Some people have stories, but I have the best. <laughs> You're fucking with me. Are you serious? That's how I started the whole thing. I missed Peltzer's that. Because... the name. Rand Peltzer. That's like the first one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even at You're the right. end, because oh I don't think God. I realized at the beginning, but at the end I was like, "You're why, why, why you? Why my you? My last note was, this fucking dad is the worst dad, useless no, dad so ever. He Gizmo doesn't do anything. He tells he tells a good story though. I mean, if that's from his yeah. his mouth, this is a good story. Yes. So we're in talking. we're in you know big trouble in little China or I don't know the Golden Child or whatever the fuck's happening. Uh, and they come upon this pet Mogwai, and it says its name. And I said this at the top already. It drives me nuts. Like the fact that it's like parroting its name the whole time. I do not find that endearing. But maybe you did. Did you guys think it was cute? You don't like you Pikachu. Pikachu only says his name i don't like pikachu actually (laughs) as a a matter of principle i don't like pikachu parrot's parrot michael parrot's parrot (laughs) put it on a gravestone parrot's parrot uh 
Keisha, what did you think? Did so, is somebody else on board with me with this I just, fucking monologue? I didn't think Gizmo was that cute to begin with. So I definitely didn't think nothing that was coming out of his mouth was cute. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of agree with this. In my memory bank, Mogwai was as adorable as they come, right? Like, I remember as a child, this came out in 84, so I probably saw it on VHS in like the late 80s when I was four or five years old. And I distinctly remember thinking this thing was as cute as it comes. 2020 has been a rough year in a lot of ways, but it has also ruined my perspective on Mogwai because it is not cute. The eyes are too close together. Baby Yoda, 10 times cuter than this thing. Facts. Is Baby Yoda inspired by Gremlins? I think he's inspired by Yoda. By Yoda. Yeah, by actual Yoda. <laughs> Yoda inspired No, I meant Yoda came out before Gremlins. Gremlins. Were Gremlins inspired by Yoda? Gremlins were Gremlins inspired. absolutely have to be. So again, we this got is there a Spielberg, in the end. Spielberg film. They, him and Lucas, they're uh, bros. So it, I, 100%, they were like, we got old. These Yodas have been like, Growing some mildew in the back. Can we can we use them for a movie? It was like a rough draft of Yoda when they're like playing yeah. designs. Yeah, like, when they're Here. stretching the ears out too much and maybe too much slime. Uh, Bring Star Wars back. Okay. <laughs> you want, by the way, Laura, you don't Star know this, Wars back. but uh, we watched, this all started because Keisha had never seen the first Star Wars, so we watched the first Star Wars, and this is big if Keisha wants to go all the way. We've gone so far downhill oh, you did that not she like wants Star to go back to Star Wars. Uh, Okay, what is the thing going on with these parents? What am I missing? Is this just an 80s film? Is this like, nobody's reacting to anything. Uh, the, uh, when, the, when Gizmo gets wet and starts popping these gross fur balls off of its back, nobody's doing anything. He'd the parents are like, cool, they made five. Wait, wasn't That's when the lead made the face, was in that scene when the little <laughs> things popped out, he went, Oh. And he goes and checks it out like it's normal. <laughs> what is happening? Tell me, is this, uh, Lauren, you, you, you're you a very, very kind, nice white woman. Is this just what happens in white women's, in white people's houses when yeah. things pop off that are wild? Could you be the beacon <laughs> for us to understand yeah. this? Because my mom would have lost her shit and thrown it out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you aspire to be a Stepford wife, then yes. <laughs> Yes, yes. The first half, the mom redeems herself, I think. But the first half of the movie, the mom is so Stepfordian, it's crazy. She's like, uh, the the all of the uh, the inventions that Rand makes are terrible and dangerous and gross. And she's like, it's fine. It probably didn't. It just didn't work this time. But they work, you know, some of the time. He's, she's just like so kind and so giving and just baking cookies. Uh, yeah. She probably makes the biggest turn in film history. I think. And fast. Super fast. fast. She goes from she goes from uh baking cookies minutes for okay, let's talk about this. So, <laughs> so we're at this part, uh, and we didn't even get into all this other stuff, but we're at this part in the movie where uh spoiler Mogwai gets wet. They have little baby Mogwais that are all just pure assholes, except for except for Gizmo, they're all assholes. And then they eat and they trick the dude into like letting them eat after midnight. So then they form uh aliens style pods that are gross and they're smoking and there's grease everywhere. There's just like oozy, gooey. Yeah. And the kids like fuck the off to school. And then they, the mom is just downstairs knowing that there's like six pods upstairs. 
just growling and groaning and producing steam of some kind. And she's baking cookies. What is going on? Please, somebody explain to me what's happening. <laughs> Maybe she's just used to chaos because of her husband. Because he be having all these bitches <laughs> that she got to put up with. So you she's just what? like, hey, this is just a normal day. I I don't hate that answer. I it's actually pretty good. good. Yeah. You have that orange machine and they're trying to get orange juice and just sprayed the whole kitchen. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it Nickelodeon slimed that kid. <laughs> there was too much goop in that machine for the orange that he put in. It went on the walls. It went everywhere for Ooh, one. It was arc. like that. Um, the horror movie. Oh, I'm not thinking with the the pea soup with the vomit all over the Exorcist. Or oh, Exorcist. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely like one orange makes a gallon of pea soup. I don't know if you know. Uh, <laughs> so. There are cool a couple of characters that I liked in this. Um, I loved. I had a huge crush on Phoebe Cates. Uh, so the love interest in this, I don't. I think her name was Kate. Uh, absolutely loved her, and I didn't realize that she was only in a couple things. I thought she was there in in the eighties, like in everything, but she's only in a few movies. Uh, you have Judge Reinhold as this bad guy, as like his bad kind of like peer, but he's in there for seconds. I thought he was gonna come back in a big kind of way, and nothing. Is pointless. pointless. Is he the one? who said he had cable and that's how he yes. get girls don't 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 slack on that don't sleep on that uh keisha you and i we both said uh, do you have your mic on keisha we were both saying like if somebody uh, came say to no? me yeah if somebody came to me in the 80s and was like yo i got cable i would have i would have dropped my pants right there i'm sorry i'm <laughs> a little slutty in that way but i would have done it uh <laughs> And then the Wicked Witch character was great. The 80s Karen. Yeah. Her name was Ruby Deagle. Deagle. Mrs. Deagle. Mrs. Deagle. Mm-hmm. That's a real she name. Yeah. I kind of think that's a good name. Uh, Ruby, I like that. I So I'm thinking there's all sorts of stuff happening with these guys, like, that are going to affect the protagonist, that are going to do some interesting things to, um, sort of, like, make his time tougher with these gremlins, with these other things going on. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. The Judge Reinhold, I think, he, I, unless I blinked and missed it, he's gone for the rest of the movie, right? I he doesn't show up again. Know. He must have given him a lot of money to make a cameo. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, Yeah. <laughs> And the Wicked Witch, I will say, they gave her the greatest send-off I've seen in a movie in a while. Virginia, what did you think of when the Wicked Witch uh, got her got her moment? Do you remember? No. There oh, was something in a chair. She was yeah, so she was on the, she's on that like motorized chair and it gets rocket launched up and out of the house at like a million miles an hour. And I was, yeah. I love that. Oh, I felt, it felt appropriate. Yeah. I mean, she was a bad lady, but also I think she was just lonely and no one you know and i think she was kind of projecting on others but um i hope no. she had fun <laughs> no because she she uh threatened the dog too many times girl if you don't chill because it might be she, you she did she don't because it couldn't be me she you got one more time to threaten my dog <laughs> gonna kill the dog so yeah. she verbally threatened to kill the dog like mur not like euthanize the dog either it was like she was gonna take it out behind the shed and kill this amazing dog which was barney just not was cool. the shed Barney's, yeah he kind of disappeared too yeah, yeah. He, he was fed up end, until the end of the he movie was fed up. he <laughs> he knew what to do he's like i'm getting out of here 
I'm not hanging around pods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. he knows what's up. Yeah. So, so Barney is the is the uh, other black guy in the movie. So you have the one black guy who gets killed, which of course it's an '80s horror movie. Of course, the one black guy gets killed. I'm happy that he was a science teacher, though, and he wasn't yeah. like, uh, you know, this is this is we're in, at least in the place where he could have been a, a teacher and not like a janitor. Uh, but he gets murdered, and you knew he was going to get murdered when he was the only 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 brother in the in the movie. Uh, He's left alone with one. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I I um started so at this point I'm I'm starting to put together that I think this is like a it, this, I'm all right uh, time out I'm gonna go through uh, a little conspiracy theory so we're gonna do a new segment called <laughs> conspiracy theories 80s style <laughs> so here we go I think that this movie is an 80s like anti-communism, anti-Cold uh, War movie. And the more and more I think about it, we, we talked about it a little bit, there's a guy, Mr. Futterman, who is the tractor trailer guy, and he is full on like anti-foreign. Like it's not even, that's not even the secret. He's like these, he, he he's one slur away from just going all in. But he's like, these, you know, foreigners are in my, in my tractor and you know, everything's being replaced by whatever. His TV, and, he got his TV not working. Yeah, his TV, and he's blaming <laughs> that it's not American. Uh, and then he's like, these foreigners will give you gremlins in your machines. And obviously gremlins being a very old term for, you know, when things break down in machines. But he's blaming foreigners for the gremlins. Obviously we have the horrible racial, racist, Asian sensei guy who's clearly bringing in the gremlins. And then at the in the third act, the protagonist, who I forget, we're just gonna call him a protagonist because he was so boring, uh, says, "Mr. Futterman was right. The foreigners are bringing could be right about these gremlins." And I was Let's, like, "Go ahead, Keisha. Go ahead." Let me make a note because nobody was trying to let go of the gremlins. It was the white man who went in and suggested that he needed to have the gremlin. He didn't need the gremlin. He should have yeah. kept it where it was at. Yep. Yep. Also, I just realized Gremlin and Kremlin, the Kremlin. Gremlin and Kremlin. It could be because there were Gremlins. I think they were saying like pl Gremlins in the Plains and stuff like that in like the 30s and 40s. That was always a big thing. Uh, they could have been, they could have, we could have been at that point still digging into the whole Gremlin thing, the whole Russian thing. So am I right? Is this a movie? Is this a propaganda movie? Sure. Against. <laughs> Against Russians I think you're, and Asians. You're looking really deep into a movie about gremlins who play poker and break oh, dance. No. I'm with you, Michael, because I think this is commentary no. on society. Yes, yes, I'm with Lauren. I damn, damn the torpedoes. I'm looking for subtext in these films, and I think I found it. I think that Christopher <laughs> Columbus hates two things: he hates uh, Asians and he hates wow. Christmas. <laughs> And I'm, I'm doing like, a hot take. Yeah, I think he's do doing an approach maybe to have so much fun with it because he was literally with this film um, <clears throat> doing what else could we do with this concept? Like we have oh. these little critters and badass whatever things like why not? Let's do all like they're totally poking fun at themselves. I could totally see them trying to make real social commentary and like have things because why the heck not? <laughs> Let's yeah, just do yeah. it. Because there really I think, was I think no you're obstacle right. in this movie. No, no they, they pretended to have a ro romance. Like the, the beginning one, was a typical 
stupid rom-com, right? Yep. <laughs> you're absolutely right. I think everybody's right here. Lauren, you're right. I think Keisha's right. You said there's there was no obstacles at all in this movie. I agree, because if all you had to do is flick one switch and this movie's over. And then uh, we had a Hallmark romance. Uh-huh. Like, yes. yeah. Curmudgeon like, doesn't like Christmas. Yeah. And oh, all the bad guys, the competition. That's all the dude, that bad guy he worked with, the coworker. His only purpose is to show like, oh, look, there's competition for this girl you like. This is my other conspiracy thing. Sorry, Virginia, you're, this is why I think Christopher Columbus hates Christmas. His He endowed that female character with the most horrible Christmas story ever. Out of nowhere. Okay? We're in, out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, she's just like, there's just a scene where she's like, has to explain why she hates Christmas. And it's because of murder. (laughs) Because of death and murder on Christmas Day. Of course you'd hate Christmas. I'm telling you, I think Christmas. Oh, it wasn't even murder though. Wait, it wasn't murder. It was like an accidental, it it just had nothing to do with it. All right, so. I've directed some improvised Hallmark shows, and I know that genre like the back of everything. Um, unfortunately, fortunately, uh, unfortunately. And those movies—they always have the connecting moment with the leads, where one talks about their history and their dead parent of how much mm. they love them. Like, oh, we used to put the star on the Christmas tree, and I just I can't do Christmas anymore because my dad died, and I can't look at the star or look at the Christmas tree anymore. And this person in Gremlins, uh, your childhood crush, Michael, hated Christmas. Like, I don't celebrate Christmas. Like had a whole speech, mm-hmm. and later on, it's because her dad was trying to pretend to be Santa Claus and had a heart attack or something. Oh, that's right. Died <laughs> <laughs> weeks and weeks and weeks in this chimney. Could you imagine dying that way? Like, like again, Christopher Columbus made Santa die in a chimney and then rot. Mm-hmm. And you're Santa tell- died. Santa was your daddy. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Santa's your daddy. Santa died, and he rotted until it was so putrid that you found his body in a chimney. Guys, you're telling me Christmas, uh, Christopher Columbus loves Christmas? Was he drunk? No. <laughs> Any high No, was, was her dad drunk? Was he a drunk? Uh, bro, why bro. were you in the chimney? Just go uh, in the door. That's the real matter. She hates Christmas because her dad was a drunk. Yeah. Now, see, it's still the same horrible context. It's just building. It's it's layers of a of a terrible cake that nobody wants to eat. This poor Christopher mm. Columbus. Somebody needs to talk to that guy. I think and- he's got some to talk about he just interjected it for no reason because they're running for their lives in this moment they're like we gotta go stop yes i'm gonna tell you this totally unrelated story about why i hate christmas and my dad died (laughs) i'm waiting for there to be some gremlin history it's like oh i remember gremlins from my youth i was waiting for that nope nope just hey and also i think i mentioned when we were watching i was like don't these people know each other for quite some time like they're like high school sweeties or some crap like how does how would he not know the story presumably in this small town uh of the time when his crush's dad was found dead in a chimney i feel like that would be it'd make the news common knowledge yeah Everybody would be talking about it. Like, yeah. oh, that's her. Like, oh. Oh, oh <laughs> that's her. The girl whose dad died in the chimney. Oh, the chimney. You're like, oh, I got you this candy cane. I mean, sorry, I didn't mean oh, candy cane. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> it was a trigger word. Uh, so, anyway, so that's, that's, a, that's my final conspiracy. Conspiracy theories. I also oh. think that the town was drugged with something in the water, the Valium, and that's some other yeah. conspiracy theory about towns doing that. And, and, 
a poisoning of society with bad usage of maybe GMOs or whatever the equivalent was back in the time. <laughs> chemicals put in the water and and brought in and affecting a whole town of people yes yeah there is a sequel so out there somewhere in which there is like a corporate like espionage type thing where they've been fueling and pumping chemicals into that town for too long oh mm -hmm. uh, i'd watch that movie feels like a like a like a stranger things subplot you know like if we in in season four of stranger things this that kind of thing would happen um the, yeah. the last thing i will say to lauren what you said which i fully agree is much in the greatest fashion of improv in the third act they just go bananas bonkers <laughs> they're throwing everything at the wall now you've got like you know like uh 40s or, or flapper style uh gremlins and you've got you know like cowboy gremlins you've got yeah it's because and i wrote this down there's no party like a gremlin party <laughs> because it's a cosplay party it's dancing on the table high school drunk party it's lamp on your head work party it's film it noir party it's i was like man i mean they get down and in a bar where this the romantic lead is just serving them beer she's not running away she's just overrun by gremlins partying oh, yes why was she there she's still hoping for a tip she's like getting them drinks and yeah. like flustered for not getting it to them quick enough and when she discovered oh God, that the yeah. flash of the camera freaked them out, she just tries to like flash the camera and find, just turn the lights on. <laughs> turn the lights of the bar on. What, what were you thinking at this point? When they were just like, they were like, damn the script, let's go. <laughs> let's just do it. I just don't understand. Like the whole, like the, what we could, we, this could have been a 30 minute movie. It, it could have been a show. They could have just had a little special. And it didn't have to be a Christmas movie. It could have been on somebody's birthday. Yeah. Why did that, why did that piss you off so much? Because <laughs> this, <laughs> if they was in the store, like every, every last piece of this movie was just so terrible. It's like they messed up all the, they messed up everybody's Christmas because they didn't want to turn on the light, but it's Christmas. There should be lights everywhere. Every fucking way there should be some lights. Why did y'all go through this? The, the, it would have been they would have had more obstacle the, the if it was like a birthday maybe of like yeah like it should have been a christmas tree right like the the, the center it around like the lighting of the town christmas tree and then fun. the final act is them trying to like boom light this tree and then they light it up and maybe like the maybe mogwai has to light the christmas tree star in order for like the full brightness and then boom it worked like and then it's a chris it makes sense that it's a christmas movie it would have made more sense it just doesn't if the movie started out with them having like a terrible winter storm and they didn't have any any power. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. Just no, yeah. give us one reason why the power's out. Anything. It could have been the gremlins, right? Like they could have gone up and hit like one transformer on a power line. It goes, Psh! we see some bad CGI that like knocks out the rest of the town and then we now never question why they won't turn a switch on. <laughs> mm -hmm. Instead, they don't and there are like dim lights everywhere. So there's 
there's power all over this place. They watch a movie at the cinema. Okay. Turn the <laughs> lights on there. Yet. I'm yep. about to get to the fucking movie theater scene, which I got like veins started popping out of my forehead when I, when I, when I started watching that moment. What were you going to say, Virginia? Oh, um, just that I don't know who said it the night we watched the movie, but they, it was Keisha and Lauren were like, they have got like the best guarded switches in all of the town. Like yeah. they don't, the police don't do anything, but boy, those switches got like bodyguards and bouncers keeping people away from them. Like, get out of here. Like, light switches are there. When you enter your business, the light switches should be the first or easiest thing you can get to. And somehow they're in these shops like, we can't find light switches. Ever since like 1893, we're all been reaching for light switches. I don't know why that didn't happen in this town. Uh, and why was Gizmo the only one that was just like, mm, like, like, uh, <laughs> nobody, it is just like never dawned on anybody else. That, oh, maybe I should turn a light switch on or how can I get to a light? It wasn't okay. like... The, the lead guy, he said, we need to go in there and turn on a light. I was like, that's what I was like, finally. And then they didn't. <laughs> and then old girl was gone for forever. I was like, all this time? You didn't find not one light? Not even a flashlight? All right, let's get into it. We're into the third act. Let's talk about this third act real quick. We've skipped a couple of things because there's just so much. Yeah, we didn't talk about the mom badass enough. And I think that. Yeah, really let's do that. Let's talk about her. <laughs> that was pretty damn cool. Let's go back. So that's actually in the Best first Best part act, of the movie. But it is... It is at like the like act one, act two turn. And it is pretty dang cool. She's sitting there baking cookies. She hears a noise up in the in the gross, stinky teenage boy's room filled with slime. Also, his family loves him so much they stuck him in the attic. Like they have like the stairs that pull down from the Not ceiling and they're Not like lie. I loved that bedroom. I kind of <laughs> I was like Seven-year-old me would have loved to be up there and have my own like little tree house. Oh, I would have loved that. Pretty cool. Uh, 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 she instantly grabs a knife and it like does that great like zoom in to just like her grabbing the knife and it's just like shimmering in the in the light and she turns into full Sigourney Weaver in Aliens, just taking out these dudes. It's the best. What do we think about uh, Sigourney, aka Billy's mom? <laughs> Keisha, what do you think? She's definitely my favorite. She's yes. the only character with purpose to me. She's the only one that matters. Strange, she had an arc. <laughs> she had everything. Yeah. She was. Yeah. So, if anybody deserves anything for this movie, it should be her, for sure. <laughs> she should. She deserves a divorce from the worst <laughs> husband slash father ever. She was also super resourceful. Um, yeah. Ooh gerble my words um she she was using those damn gadgets yeah. to kill these things because that was like a little precursor work. to home alone and it felt like like a little violent but like e even more violent than home alone. she made a little tiny iron and it just hit the little gremlin in the head they're little tiny paint cans <laughs> that she throws cans. off the stairs <laughs> Yeah. What did you think of, of of Mama? What is her name? Mama Peltzer? I guess so. Yeah, must have been Mama Peltzer. <laughs> <laughs> I loved her face. Like she just got immediately intense. It was in it in battle mode. And even at the point she lost her first knife for whatever reason, she went and grabbed a knife and she's like, no, 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 I'm gonna have two knives. And so then she's wielding two knives around, yeah. and then she packed and she's almost not gonna make it. And that's when her son comes in, but she was holding her own. She got a battle wound and everything. 
Yeah, it was it was awesome. It was like I I we I, I don't know, maybe it was just me. I thought she was going down. I was like, "Oh, mom, this mom's about to get uh jacked up." But or like I feel I feel like she probably wouldn't die, but I felt like she would probably get something like tied up and then the kid would come home and she would just be like, "What the heck is going on?" You know. Uh <laughs> she went off. She went off. She did. She she dual wheeled uh some knives like Halo style. <laughs> And uh, it took out those things. And uh, speaking of tiny paint cans, I love, we were talking about this later on. I love that they're all of a sudden like tiny ski masks and tiny guns, like gremlin sized guns. <laughs> like by the third act, they just start like giving gremlin style weaponry <laughs> to these gremlins. And you're just like, what is going on? Small skateboard, I think. <laughs> yes! <laughs> At least somehow in every store could grab a miniature version. All their clothes. Oh, the puppets. Because I love the gremlins playing puppets. They, they're miniature puppets they're playing with. Oh my I'm God. I'm pretty sure right. they were seducing um, the noir one with puppets. Yeah. yeah. They were like, ooh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. The mating call of the gremlin oh uh, you pointed this out michael speaking of like weird calling out stuff because that whole sequence in the bar with the gremlins was like calling out different movies but the dad was gone the whole time because he was at some convention with his crappy inventions an invention convention <laughs> mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you saw that there was a time machine that they made disappear right mm-hmm. <laughs> While they're talking yeah kind of a cool this is one of those sweet little easter eggs so in the in their convention there is the old uh hg wells style uh time machine which has like a big rotating clock in the back and it looks kind of like a land speeder in the front or like an old car like an old like 1920s style car uh in one clip he's on the phone and it's in the back and it's like starting up and then in the next clip it's gone and it's just like a puff of smoke is there and the and there's like other people who were watching in the first clip and the second clip they're like so time time travel was real in the gremlins verse time travel is real and it happened at the invention convention oh uh, there's that was the the um, back to the future set too we were talking about that right yeah absolutely there was also this he was on the phone and i think it was when the mom was fighting so she didn't answer the phone and there was this little robot thing behind him that was very like doctor who-esque like a, i don't know what it's called what anything in doctor who is called um <laughs> but uh but it was just, it, very similar to a i don't know a derelict a derelict a, a dar- a Darlick. A yeah. Is that right? A Darlick? A Dalek. It was kind of like triangular yeah. and robot-y, and I was like, oh, okay. And this convention's just full of, yeah, things from other movies. I Okay, I officially want us to start a, a side podcast in which we do Easter eggs poorly. Where we... <laughs> Where we like we reference them, but we don't know the name of it. We like we we know it, but it's a it's one of those it's a uh, it's a spaceship. <laughs> uh, let's do that. Okay, we're gonna talk Act Three. We're talking Act Three. We're talking about the most bonkers, truly the most bonkers part of this movie in my mind of a movie that is just everything that is bonkers is the movie theater scene. I had to step out for like a minute. I come back, they're in a movie theater, and like I got like an eye twitch from this. My brain <laughs> shut down a little bit because I didn't understand why they would all want to go to a movie theater, why they'd all want to watch Snow White, and why they would all know every line to the songs. Well, the thing about the the gremlins that we've learned is they pick up on words very quickly and then they just repeat and repeat. So like someone said yum once and then they kept saying yum, yum, yum. And so it was the same. They heard hi-ho and then they were like, oh, hi-ho, hi-ho, (laughs) hi-ho. 
Is that uh, true? Are you, is that, is that, you think that's really the thing? Yeah, no. I thought they were like another singing the lyrics t- other than hi-ho. No, they were just saying hi-ho, hi-ho, hi-ho. Um, okay. But yeah, so they do it multiple times in the movie. So I don't think they could recite like the dramatic readings of Snow White. <laughs> very dramatic readings. <laughs> but. Um, but why, why are they like, why did the, all of this species decide that a movie theater, they were very orderly, by the way, like reasonably, like they all found their seats. And they all, like, you know, like... And they stayed in their seats. On. Yeah. yeah. Wah, 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 wah. And instead of turning the lights on in the theater, they're like, let's just blow it up. <laughs> uh, I like the idea that everything is just like, a, let's just blow it up. Like, no, nobody's turning on lights. What What is going on? What is happening? Oh, these are teenagers. So it's part of one of my conspiracy theories, oh, right? God, is that this is copying sense. old school oh, wait, hold on, hold on. 1950 movies. Sorry. Conspiracy theory! Part two. Go ahead. Thank you, thank you. Uh, this is a ripoff of 1950s B movies, where one of the main things, one of the components, was showing about the dangers of teenagers, because teenagers were kind of an—they weren't a new concept, but the teenage life was new because. Teenagers didn't have to go work anymore or in mills and stuff. They got to have a life and date and do things. So that was a thing. And they're causing havoc and mayhem. And so the B-movies is showing teenagers making out and then some creature ah, destroying them. So these, all these boys, they they acted like little boys, adolescent, teenage, whatever boys at camp. To me, Virginia and I were on the same page at least. (laughs) Like they they just wanted to cause mayhem. They were like sneaking into the theater, uh, um, messing with people. A lot of the mayhem they did, they killed the black guy. But most of the things they did were just like, I'm messing with you. I'm caroling outside your door because you hate caroling. I'm like, what? 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 What were they? Was it all that bad? Caroling. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, wait. Are are we done? Yeah. Conspiracy done. Conspiracy theories. Part two. So I actually do like this a bunch. I like this theory a bunch. Obviously, that's what it is. But why Snow White then? Why? What? That was just what was on. That was the feature for the day. But I do have to say, Lauren and I, they are just teenagers, which is why they shouldn't have been served alcohol. Because they're only two days old. And at two, they're they actually only. They alcohol. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That female Virginia. lead, like Michael, was not doing her job properly. She should have fired. She lost. She should have lost her job. Also, a high schooler had to work the bar at a dingy, like, dive bar. For free. For free. For free. For free. How, so, how old was the main character? Uh, Billy? He uh-huh. was... He was... 13? He could drive. He was in he worked he at was a in bank, age. right? That's what I'm saying. Like, how did, he what knew, age you got to be to work in a bank? Oh, like a, and he, he could like get a seven fired. Year old. Yeah, like his, like... a seven-year-old was like his best friend. And then the old other guy, whatever his name was, he seemed pretty old himself. Everybody seemed old, but too young to be in the place that they was at. Yeah, Judge Reinhold was 42. <laughs> And telling him, like, you're lucky you didn't get fired because I would have fired you. So knowing that he's a teenager, this the lead, Billy. And so Judge Reinhold is talking to this teenager like, you should have been fired. And hitting on that high school girl then working in the bar. It doesn't make sense. This movie just doesn't make sense. First of all, I'm not bringing no pet for my grown-ass son. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, like, way like, too old to have, like, this rando pet. Like, for you to be, like, this old, you living upstairs. But he he had to go to school because he had a teacher. This don't make no sense. I'm just stressed. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Hmm. maybe not I love when you get stressed. 
Um, what if, what if, okay, wait, hold on. What if they had already graduated high school and this was their old high school teacher? I don't remember if they were actively going to school or not. Okay, that 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 would make more That's, sense. That was my, like, he was just out of high school and this is some weird world in which he just stayed, He inexplicably, he stayed home and just got this job as a bank teller for a day uh and and his dad was trying to buy his graduate son a pet from a chinese shop to show his love yes yeah Mm -hmm. sneakily too because that was an under the table buy right because the owner was like yeah much responsibility he did the whole the spider-man Thing. Did we? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With great responsibility comes great Mogwai. <laughs> there is uh, one thing I think we can all agree upon. That dad is the worst. Is that fair? Mm-hmm. Yep. He buys dumb gifts. He's a terrible inventor. He's never around. And at the very end of the movie, he's just sort of like there. <laughs> Like no, just it, it in there, him. it's nothing. Like, oh, yeah, there, his son was shot with a crossbow. Uh, a little crossbow. A little baby gremlin. <laughs> a little itty witty bitty crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> and the dad don't care. The dad's like, "Oh, here's my jacket. Wrap up, Magua." <laughs> Uh, all right, let's talk about this. Let's talk about the end of this movie, and then and then we're going to get ready for some improv. Uh, the fine the final battle between Stripe and Billy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stripe is the like I guess they found a way to make the most recognizable gremlin of the gremlins by just adding a uh, Mr. T like tuft of hair <laughs> in the middle of his head, and somehow he was the most badass. He tries to murder him with a chainsaw. A, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. He tried to murder him with a whittle itty witty bitty chainsaw. I think that's a normal chainsaw, right? Was a normal sized chainsaw with a bat that he wasn't sawing through? For some reason, it was slowly sawing through a wood bat. A chainsaw (laughs) that is not as good at its singular job. Uh, He shoots him with an arrow and then it dies in one of the most gory, gruesome Mm -hmm. ways I think I could ever imagine a children's movie having the villain die. Keisha, your face at that moment was, I would say, if we're ranking faces, <laughs> that's number one face of all time. It was a mix of hatred and, and like, like this, like, like sickness, <laughs> all of it. What were you thinking right there at the well, end? Well, I mean, you already know, I was already pretty fed up halfway through. <laughs> so this was just my last straw. <laughs> That was it. I was just like, oh, so this is this is how y'all gonna end this with this <laughs> nasty melting of the in they. Re- I just like to go back to say when uh oh boy main character guy was mm-hmm. like he's most not like the rest of them. I'm like, but he is. He's a gremlin as well. And we talked yeah. about this. He should have been. We should have got rid of him. <laughs> That's very true. Why is why is he get away with this? Because he just made like five other gremlins. So presumably he popped off the back of some other gremlin or other Mogwai like a hundred years ago. And you know, he was the only one who like survived. Why do we like Mogwai? Because he's squeaks cute. <laughs> all right, fair enough. <laughs> I'm trying to think. <laughs> you look disappointed that all the bad stuff was happening and going like Yes. He killed right, the bad Warren. guy. Then. Tell me what your thoughts are. The because ba- I did like the end. I like the I like Mogwai coming in. They they actually finally tied something together where it was like he was watching the Clark Gable like movie and being like this very like American classic hero and it, it inspires him to get into his steed which is like a Barbie Corvette car or something and then like save the day. So I, I did that. I did like that as a like he was the Deus Ex Mogwai. 
Uh, yes, I I like that also. I, I, the weird old school movie references too with the teenage whatever is a boy watching old movies in Clark Gable was weird enough to me. Um, but I like that the only character that had like a, oh my God, I've been inspired by something that actually happened previously in this film. And now I'm going to save the day, even though I've done nothing this whole rest of the time. Because uh, the bad guy Stripe Gremlin is like, I've discovered this fountain. So I'm going to make a whole bunch of me. He's bubbling yeah. up. And, and he's then, like just sticking his finger <laughs> into it. Just stick my finger, bubbling up, so that little gizmo is just like, sunlight! With his little car, whatever, the, for adventure style. <laughs> and then that's it. So you get this cool, steamy, fiery, whatever death. And they're all just watching calmly. Um, Again, everybody's just like, oh. It's wow. gross. <laughs> it's coming out of the water, the stripe, like, turning into bone and a bulgy eye. And they just like, well, <laughs> let's leave him like that. All right. <laughs> Got gotta gotta get to Christmas dinner with the with the missus, where their house is destroyed and it has gremlin goo mixed with orange goo all over the walls. We'll send a postcard from Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, that's a reference. To... We watched Children, Children of, of the Corn. That's the last line. And that's the last line of the movie because in the eighties, nobody knew how to finish off a movie. <laughs> They're just like, everyone's just like the shoulder shrug emoji at the end. There's like, okay, back. Everything is back to normal entirely. We are unaffected by the past two hours of our lives. Yeah. I used to watch old movies as a teenager because I was a weirdo. And I also saved the world. So I think it was the old movies. You did. How how did you save the world? I can't tell that. What? I'm not allowed to talk about it. That would be like a really cool episode of our podcast. We, We might get listeners that way. Do it. Tell me. When, when, when they find out that I saved the world yeah, and they so didn't I mean, all die yeah. in 1997. Yeah, due to the NSYNC uh, viral breakout. The, the, yeah, when NSYNC <laughs> became little gremlins and there were little <laughs> Justin Timberlakes. Oh. Is that how well, they That's why there's only one Justin Lips. Yeah, yeah, that, their, their plan was to, to overthrow Backstreet Boys. So we had like little <laughs> tiny Chris Kirkpatrick's. <laughs> oh, yeah. ooh. that's the deep cut because that's the one we don't know from NSYNC necessarily. <laughs> uh, unless you're me and I apparently I didn't. Uh, all right. <laughs> that's because you well, were in a boy band. Was in a boy band. I wasn't. Yeah. So you have to know your predecessors. I t- I t- <laughs> it's like I take a boy band history class. Mm. Oh, it's like crushing a sorority or something. You learn all about the history of your sorority or, or whatever. And then... Yes, yes, yeah. Like the president of the in, seven, in 1976 was uh, the Osmonds. D- Donnie Osmond was the <laughs> boy band president. You take the pledge uh, of the Mickey Mouse Club or whatever. Yes. <laughs> I do hereby say that Minnie is a skank and we only love Donald in uh, the Mickey Mouse Club. Uh Guys, let's do the end of this. Final thoughts. Usually, Lauren, this is when we wrap everything up. We talk about anything we missed. Uh, so go ahead, Lauren. Tell me, what what else did you have in your mind before we do our improv? Uh, I thought this was a clever social commentary, uh, bringing up the human nature aspects of a romantic comedy and overthrowing with a tilt of actually finding out this is a horror movie the whole time. And so you can see the true horrors of society when you live a kind of flaccid romantic comedy life and how you can be impacted by not understanding the world around you, aka foreigners. 
and and the need for the wall to come down from the Soviet Union. Yes. Wow. Wow. Quite. 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 Uh, quite the analysis. Oh, uh, why not? The end when they just let the, the Asian guy comes back to take Gizmo and yes. just like shame on you and he just yes. Do you are not, you are not And then he just walks the into the moonlight. Mm -hmm. he, he does yeah. tell Billy that he may be ready soon. Billy might be ready. The Billy might be ready, and there is a sequel to this movie which we will probably watch um, at some this point. Movie and guess guess what? Spoiler alert: Billy wasn't ready. That, Billy was um, not ready. Didn't hit. Nothing. Gremlins 2. It was terrible. I think Gremlins 2 is a end. better movie than the this. The characters, sidebar, all trash. Um, I give this. Oh, are we are we ranking yet? Or are we just talking? So they, instead oh, okay. of trying all right. to well, do that's how any commentary, uh, she could have uh, done better sooner. Jessica Rabbit style. But she she was the best. Also, like they're all just like tropey <laughs> things, and I kind of like it better. Uh, Keisha, tell me your final any any final thoughts before we get to rankings. <laughs> <laughs> not yet, not yet, not yet. Even the mother? <laughs> she did all right, but she could have been better, a better mom sooner. Virginia, final thoughts. My final thought about this movie is that the Asian guy should have done like a, a day where he closed the shop and checked his inventory because that gremlin shouldn't have been out on the floor. It should have been away. It had been taken off the floor. And also his, you know, his little grandchild or nephew or whoever that kid was, a um, lot of responsibility that he had to like go into a back alley and negotiate the selling of the gremlin. Um uh, it's an immigrant story. <laughs> that poor I, kid has to do that because he speaks English. Because he because he can speak, he can he can do he can make the deals that he needs yeah. to to keep the store open. Mm -hmm. I love that you all three of you found some deep meaning in as an immigrant story. It's a rom com slash horror story going wrong. I don't it's know what eighties techno thriller. is. I'm a nineties baby. Uh, it, it's none of those, right? <laughs> <laughs> It's just, it was just, a, it's a cocaine dream. It's just like everybody was on cocaine and said, what if we take all the old toys from the back of the Lucasfilm Studios and make a movie out of it? Uh, because uh, we need to use that set. We built that set. We need to use it. So can I get a can I get a can I get a Gremlins beat? Is there a Grem? Is there like an 80s, <laughs> 80s like techno beat? Give me like an 80s. Oh, man. Okay, give me she like an 80s yet. synth, like something something a little little techie. <laughs> there it is. Yes, um, <laughs> yes, it is Reagan's time. Uh, you know what? That's the best one, one you've given me. Light yet. switch. <laughs> oh my God! Um, All right, as we do I every just single say, time, I give this point five like out of five stars, movies. and the point so, five is a pity. Virginia, because what do you this rank? <laughs> had no stars. <laughs> there was not one star. I rank Gremlins one tiny crossbow and a there letter only from one the cable light company saying to they turned off your cable. So, <laughs> perfect, perfect. Keisha, what do That's you it. give all I got. this movie? <laughs> so one, wait, how many light switches? One light switch out of how many light switches? <laughs> that was going to be my review, Keisha. Now I got, I got oh, it. Oh. <laughs> all right, Lauren. Lauren, what is your rankings of this movie? Um, I had zero light switches um, and zero lights. Um, <laughs> zero Christmas tree no lights. lights. Um, zero, zero town lights. All there, there are no lights. 
And uh, but two knives, two badass knives. I give it because the awful was charming and entertaining. Oh, I like that. <laughs> two badass knives. Uh, I give this movie four foreigners and a a, a, a dwarf from Snow White. <laughs> uh-huh. Out of uh-huh. out of twenty thousand foreigners, because this movie is bad. <laughs> this movie is yeah. so. It didn't, I, I will be honest, like, I, re, I liked this movie as a kid. It had the right, in my mind, it had the right mix of fun and scary and all this. And it's one of those, you can't revisit 20 years later or 30 years later. It just doesn't do anything. Oh, so I'm so sad. Uh, sad for my gremlin mm-hmm. memories because I did like this movie. And I thought it was scary and it wasn't scary now. It's just gross and terrible. And everybody's terrible. As a, as a, as a, like a homeowner, I mean, they're driving that tractor through the house. We've talked about this a bunch of times. If you destroy the screens, especially in a house, it's very difficult. Guys, those screens are expensive. If you have odd, oblong size windows, you know how hard it is to replace that? It's just not, and it's usually not covered on ins, ins, insurance. So, you know, it's out of pocket. I think the other reason you didn't like this was that none of the gremlins wore shirts with good collars. Michael really likes collars, and the gremlins' little outfits didn't have anything good. You know, costume didn't really think about that. The gremlins were horribly dressed, and the protagonist, I mean, like I said, he was wearing like a grandma's couch for a suit. It looked, it looked hot. Like it was like the thickness of the wool was like inches thick on the, uh, it was just terrible. So anyway, that was the Gremlins. When we return, we shall do some improv. Based on what we yes. just talked about, it will likely be the one and only time in which we do it better than the actual movie. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure Keisha will agree with that. And we might actually prove that theater is indeed greater than film in this one instance. But I don't know. TBD. To be determined is what that means, guys, just in case you didn't know. So we'll find out when we come back. Don't go too far. We'll see you in a minute. And we cut to a teenage boy's bedroom. Thank God he's left. Thank God. Ugh, I can relax. I can relax now. Ugh. It's always hard being his pillow. You know, it's like he uses me for bed and he uses me for the other stuff. And it's it's a lot of work. Ugh. I'll stop your yapping. You would hate to be the carrier of his feet. Saki, relax, okay? (laughs) Why are you always yelling at me? I just woke up finally stretching my legs, you know? My little pillow ends. Ah. (sighs) (laughs) I feel so dirty. (sighs) Oh... Here we go again. Tissue. This is another tissue he throws in me. I'm sorry, wasty. The little waste basket. It's it's hard. Life's hard down there in the foot of his bed. It's not where I'd want to be. No. Oh, is he coming back? Take cover. Oh, everybody freeze. All right, little gremlin. I'm just gonna uh, put you on this little bed here. <clears throat> 
and uh, you be good. And mom, I'm coming, mom, mom, I'm coming. Okay, you little, you little Gucci Gucci little, little critter thing. So cute. We're gonna have adventures. Yep. <clears throat> Ooh, my voice is weird. Um, okay, uh, just leave you up here and go back down and have dinner with my family. Wasty. What, what the heck? I don't know. I don't know what this is. He put he put some sort of animal right on top of me. Oh, God. Did house trained? Oh, my God. Did he even be house trained? I'm so sorry. Saki. Saki. Use your very stiff front end and whack it. Whack him into me. I can investigate him more. Yeah. Oh, you guys always want me to do the dirty work. I did that dirty work, Saki. You're the tough one of the group. <laughs> All right. I'm going in. <laughs> Did you? Oh, I think that went right into the waste oh, basket. That was very wet in there. Oh God! It's a recent tissue. All right, it's a recent tissue. Oh. God, it smells so horrible in this Excuse room. Excuse me. Excuse me. Oh. I'm upside down, and there's lots of tissues. Hey, hey! That this thing talks. You talk too. Oh, that's a fair point. That's a good point. That's a that fair a point. Good point. That's a pretty. <laughs> Pretty astute of this thing, so, if I'm honest. It's very astute. You're very astute. Oh, thank thing. you. I think that's a good thing. What's what, what's your name? Allison. Allison. Hi, Allison. Hi, Allison. Allison McDuff. McDuff. Oh, oh full name. <gasps> I've heard of McDuffs. They're they're part of the Puffs. The the, the Puffs. Have you heard of the Puffs of Legend? Uh, the Puffs oh, of yeah, Legend. Oh yeah, the Puffs. Yeah. I, as a pillow, I'm very familiar with the Puffs. Oh. We're all here getting acquainted, but I think there's some questions that need to be answered. (laughs) What the hell are you and why are you here? Saki. Well, I'd like to say, Saki, that it's very nice to meet you and that uh, that was a very good shot. Um, And and I I have fallen quite well headfirst into this wonderful, very knowledgeable wastebasket. Oh, thank you, Allison. You're welcome. Saki is shaped like a hockey stick, like the end of a hockey stick. Very well formed. Very stiff. Very stiff, well formed. Listen here, Allison McDuff. Flattery's not gonna get you anywhere around uh, here. I do apologize. So, you know, we were we were just in here and we're in the boys' room and you know talking about how hard life is being <laughs> one of his objects. What did he bring you in here to oh, to do? Oh God! Oh God! Why are you here, Allison? Um, I'm not really sure. I'm I was hanging out in this Chinese restaurant. Um. And, uh, and, and this old guy came in, and, and the next thing I knew, I was here and upside down in a wastebasket. Um, I usually just, uh, sit on a shelf, and I have this little hand that goes up and down, and people give me money. Oh, God. Oh. I think, oh, my God. I oh. think I'm a cat, but no one's really ever said anything about it. Um, mm. but my arm just Allison. goes up and down. Definitely not a cat. I'm not? Definitely I'm not. not a cat. You're not a, you're not a cat. Mm-hmm. No. Not a cat. Oh shit! Oh. You're a pu- you're a puff a puff of legend. Obviously, I get a lot of news and and articles and weird stuff thrown in me. I read a lot. I'm I'm well educated. Textbooks. You are. Because this guy doesn't read, right? He just throws the textbooks in here. <laughs> and there's this mythology course that he took, and it talked about the puffs of the puffs. 
It, it, it was just a whole thing about cat-like creatures. Oh my goodness. I feel like I'm having an identity crisis. I'm upside down in a wastebasket. I thought I was a cat, but I'm a puff. And I'm in a boy's room with a sock, mm -hmm. a pillow, and a wastebasket. Hey, I'm, I'm Pillow. Pillow over there. Hi. I'm wasty. Well, I just, I'm worried, Allison. Usually anything that comes in this room gets used by the boy. Mm-hmm. And he put you on the pillow. He's a teenage boy. Teenage boy. He put you on the pillow. Oh, no. I've... I think I'm only three days old, but I, I've learned a lot in my journey, and mm. this sounds like a horror room. <laughs> it is a horror room. <laughs> well, Allison, it sucks to suck, and this is the life that you're living now, so I guess, uh, I guess I gotta take you in. Saki, I think we should tell Allison about our plane. We've got to get out of here. I've been his yeah. pillow for too long. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I promised myself I wouldn't pluff everywhere. This goose down, popping all over the place. I'll put myself crying. together. It's awful. No one pays attention. Everyone is on Valium of some sort. And no matter what our condition is, no one cares. The mother is blank. She just looks at Stiffy, and Stiffy has never been soft again. Saki, sorry, I never, called you Stiffy. I meant Saki. I'm so sorry, Saki. It's all right. The first time you went stiff, I forgot. We were joking, and then you never really softened. And I think the boy's on ecstasy because he just keeps going. 2 a.m., midnight, 4 in the afternoon, lights on, lights off. <laughs> Does it matter? <laughs> So he's not a good kid, teenager, but also maybe he's a little a older. He's a teenage boy. Oh, he's a teen. Worst of them. He's, a, he's an old teen. An old teen. So, Pillow. The worst kind of teen. Have you, like, made a plan to get out of here? Yes, I have. <gasps> it involves when he brings... What is it? Hello, are you? Are you, it you say it. Don't, don't. I'm so sad. Don't pop up so all over. You, you. I'm so. Got this. It involves when he brings his 12 year old friend into the room at night. We need to convince him to throw away the pillow and the sock and then knock the wastebasket all the way down the stairs. And then from there, we can roll away using the dad's elaborate contraptions and uh, inventions that he has to zip out of the house. Mm, the problem is we haven't been able to figure out how to just move ourselves. Saki can only work so hard. We're, just, we're missing a component. Um, just a pillow. I can only f fluff everywhere. <laughs> I haven't gotten to shower in months. Oh, oh God. I, You're maybe, so stiff. I mean, I can't move very much either, but one thing I learned in the Chinese restaurant was that if if you eat well and then you do some workouts, um, then you might be able to move a little, like my arm that goes up and down. That's the only thing it does. And I've been working on my other arm, and it goes left and right a little bit. Oh, okay. Perfect. That's, That's perfect. perfect. So if you guys we've eat seen well, the boy do that. Yeah. Oh, but we've seen the boy move his arm up and down. That's too much information. <laughs> Sorry. But maybe it's caused a lot of problems. Maybe you, Wasty, could could roll. Have you tried just? I do. Yourself over. I do. And then I need force to keep moving because the way the attic is set up here, it, it's at this weird high level and there are all these stairs. I'm afraid. I'm just, I'm just complaining because I do that. Okay, I'll try. Oh, what a waste. 
Hey. Basket. <laughs> okay. Maybe. All right. Well. Oh, I think he's coming. Everybody, freeze except for you, Saki. You've you're always pretty frozen. It's fine. You just do everything you're doing. Everybody else freeze. We cut to uh, the bar, the town bar. Hey, hey, it's that's right. It's me, Joel Beatap. How you been? It's been a while since I seen you. Mm, what'd you call me? I called you Paps, baby, because you got, you got sweet foam. People stop. You're always looking good. Mm, mm, mm. But you're my little champagne glass mm, mm. of love. Don't, don't try to class me up. I'm dirty. I am dirty. You try, I'm not in a champagne glass. I've told you. I am done with you. Wipe the lipstick off of the rim and come talk with me for a little while. Come on. No, 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 I'm a, I'm a classy, I'm trying to, I'm a classy dirty. All right. Now this is, I am not, I'm not your everyday. I am American from the down dirty South, but the upper level Southern proper. You know what I'm saying? I'm not you know, with you, you anymore, Tap. I'm not with you. <laughs> You don't, you can't debutante me like this. You can't. No, no, we're done. We're done. The reason you haven't well, seen me for a while. Listen, well, listen, I pray tell, I hears mm -hmm. through the grapevine uh -huh. that some inanimate objects from the old teenage boy's house is trying to get out. Teenage boy's house? With the one who's yeah. trying to shack up with, with the waitress lady? Yeah, with the... With a nameless waitress lady who's here, the teenage lady that's always here, even know. though real bad choice for her to be working here. Uh, nobody calls her a name. They call her names. You know what I mean? You know that they call her yeah. names like what, what, like toots and, and, and. That's where I learned it. Uh... They were calling her toots. I thought, hey, I'll call my favorite mm. debutante <laughs> tappy, tappy. from the South. <laughs> But from the upper side of the south. <laughs> don't you don't use that language with me, Tappy. It's not gonna work. I'm trying to sweet talk it's you. Not gonna, it's not working. Listen, I think mm -hmm. if we get the waitress ladies mm -hmm. and we get the teenage boys together, mm -hmm. then we can party with the other inanimate objects. You mean get the get the hell out of this small town? We can get out of this town, or we can party hardy. Tappy, I am not partying with you. I have moved on. I have moved oh, on. You're breaking my hearts. Listen, we could go into the movie theaters and we can watch movies and hang out and party. Okay, what kind? Of, what kind of movie are you talking about? Try, try, try a little harder. Ooh, okay. All right. Well, uh -huh. I was thinking a classic. Okay. You know, something, something we've all wanted to be. Like I think we watch oh. Beauty and the Beast. It's the only other movie in which inanimate objects. Come to life and start partying hardies. Hmm. 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 Well, what about Fantasia? That's a good one. Eh. I don't hate that one. That one's, as far as I'm concerned, that's a that's a like a like a hit or miss. That's a you know when you're like, ah, oh, what else is on? Nothing's on. Let's throw on Fantasias. <laughs> but I'm all about the old beauties and the old beasts. I mean, two. Inanimate, uh, wait, I don't know the story of that movie apparently, but there's two people that are in love that they shouldn't be mm -hmm. in love. That's right, that's Just right. like this story. Much like you and me. You and me. You're, you're this beast element that I should, I am a classy lady from small town, dirty south. I should not be into you, but you're, 
you're wooing me right now with all right all right all right let's 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 hot all right party. let's fine let's figure out how we get that girl and that that waitress girl and that teenage boys together all right all right, all right. just you get one shot tappy one shot we cut back to the room where Allison McDuff prepares the other inanimate objects. Okay, guys, I got you these tiny ski masks on this little crossbow. I know a dude. Okay, he's a tap. I met him. He He's next door to the Chinese restaurant, and uh, he knows this lady, and I don't want to say they're, like, bad characters, but uh, I think they, like, mm. get shit done, kind of. You know what I mean? Um, I think they can, I think if we can connect with them, we can get out of here. And mm -hmm. now we have crossbows. Are you guys buying this? How are we supposed to trust them outsiders? We, for some bar? We're household objects. You're not I, any different than someone at a bar. No, not. I've seen a lot of crap, Saki. A lot of crap. And I'm willing to give anything <laughs> a shot to get out of this, this life right here. It's, um, my insides are dark and smelly. And I want a chance at the outside. And Saki, I would think yeah. you of all of all of the objects would want the same. Okay, let's do. I don't it. know. How do you feel about this puff? Means pillow, just pillow. Pillow puff. And I, I feel. I'm a puff. I feel. Well, pleased. I would no name if I wasn't so stressed out about all of this. <laughs> Saki, calm down. Jeez, you're gonna you're gonna crinkle yourself in half if you keep acting up like that. I, I'm inclined to think that, that it's a good idea. I mean, I feel terribly for Wastebasket. Poor Wastebasket is just stuffed to the brim with nightmares. Uh, yeah. Right, let's, let's do so it. We're in. Let's go. Yes. Okay, here's what we're going to do. Pillow, Saki, we're going to jump into Wastebasket, and we're all going to use all our powers to roll down the stairs. Just We're just going to roll right out of here. We don't even need okay, the boy gonna, for that. Right. I'm going to try and move, but the boy was real rough the last time. <laughs> so You've got it in you. My stuffing is real sore. Maybe Saki can work with you, like how Saki hucked Allison McDuff into my inside. Allison McDuff. Saki, whack me one good one. <laughs> Get me in the wastebasket. All right, you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. On <gasps> three. No, on, we're doing on three. Don't hit me ahead of that time. Uh, you didn't tell me you were counting, I, It's always a count situation when we do big moves like this. Mm. It's a, All right, what, go. In what scenario in the 1980s there is there not a counting situation during a Are we for like sure this? in the 1980s? I'm pretty sure. I, uh, there's a, a, a photo of Duran Duran on the wall. I have some questions. And other later. 80s adjacent references. Uh, what kind of questions you got? Uh, this is about something I probably shouldn't know anything about, but I have questions about Beauty and the Beast because it's the wrong time period. Oh, but the story of Beauty and the Beast has been around for ages. But inanimate objects, probably. though? Inanimate objects? <laughs> uh, just a... We're inanimate objects. You're an inanimate object. <laughs> Oh, the Wait. tension in here is wastebasket. We're, we're on the same team. Sorry, we are. I was just there's some old, old gum and candy bar and something else. It's fizzled and it's messing with my brainstem. Well, that's okay because Beauty and the Beast is definitely a thing in the 1980s. Now, Saki, <laughs> on three, give it a whack. One. Two, count, Saki. Saki, count with me. You were doing the counting. Why do I gotta count if you're gonna count? It makes me feel uncomfortable if we're not counting together. I need to feel, it's like a trust fall. 
All right, let's go. Let's go. All right. Count. On three. One, two. One. Saki. <laughs> Come on. When you said on three, I meant we're going to count on three. Are we doing three, two, one? No, let's just let's just count normal. Let's I'm going. I'm going to just do it on my own. Saki, give me a, give me a toot in the boot. No count? No count. Let's do it. <laughs> no. Here we go. Oh, it is so wet in here. Sorry. Oh, God. Can't help it. Allison, you need to roll us. Hey, Saki, now it's your turn. You got to get in here, too. All right, it might take a second. I don't have the hops like I used to. You got it in you, Saki. You could do you're it, You're stiff, Saki. but you're limber. <laughs> You got this. You got this. All right. I think I can make it just one more. You better catch me. We got you. Yeah. Uh. Ow! Sorry. Right. Are you okay? You sound I'm like sorry. you broke something. Uh, I got a little hole, but it's all good. Okay. We're all we'll going to sustain we'll some injuries in this journey, I have a feeling. <laughs> McDuff, get all us right. out of here. All right, guys. I'm using my hand. I'm gonna rock this wastebasket back and forth and back and oh. forth and back oh. and forth. Here oh. we go! Oh. Oh. Watch out for the juicer! Oh. 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 Saki, hit that light switch so the parents don't see us. It's hard to get to though, it's well guarded! You've gotta work really hard! Oh, aim for the door. Oh, the front door's open. Oh, keep rolling. Allison, Mc, Allison <laughs> McDuff, keep rolling. <laughs> oh my gosh, here we go. Oh, it's really cold Ooh. out here. It must be Christmas. Oh, what's that? What's that light? The oh, it's the bar light. We've got to get there. We live weirdly close to a bar. We've got to get there. Right. Here we go. It's icy, right? So it should be easier to just slide. Yeah. Uh oh. Wait let's a minute. Use, let's use yeah. Saki as a as a hockey stick that she was always meant to be, and she can whack us to the bar. Hawk, hawk. Uh -oh. <laughs> Oof. Who who left a oh. wastebasket in the street? Uh oh. Whoa. These damn teenagers with their wastebaskets. Oh, we're upside down. <laughs> If we don't move it the right way, you're all gonna be left in the street. All right. All right, well. I know I seem like a tough guy sometimes, but guys, I'm really nervous. But I'm gonna get us there, all right? <laughs> all right. Saki, but you're, You've got you're the hole, it's getting bigger. If you I do might this, not make you it. might rip in half. It's okay. It's for the greater good. Saki. On the count of three. Saki, I've always loved you, I'm sorry. <laughs> I love you too, Bill. Saki, I'm sorry, we argued. Saki, I've always really appreciated your harsh criticism and negative point of view to lead us into the right directions. Yeah, it, it kept us sane in a crazy, insane world. Your commentary socially was important. And Saki, I just met you, but um, it was a little rough in the beginning, but uh, in these last uh, 17 minutes, you've you've really grown on me. Well, thanks. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, McDuff. McDuff, you kind of ruined our moment because, you know, we had, we had known Saki for years. Oh, and we have tons of... Yeah. Connections, you know, we've experienced a bunch. You guys, you gotta shut the f hell up. We gotta, we gotta get across the road. Okay, go. I love you all. You help me believe. Count on, <laughs> on three. Count on three, two, one. Doggy. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Did you make it? You okay? I think so. Wasty, are you alright? Oh my goodness. Yeah? Wasty, you look so thin now that you've lost all those tissues. Yeah, I feel like a whole different basket. Like I'm not just a waste of life. Wow. Possibilities. You! Allison McDuff, how are you? <laughs> well, I'm feeling a little guilty for ruining your moment. Um, I... I forgot about your past histories in the room, but I am excited to make new memories with you as we enter Dive Bar. Yeah. That's Hello? what the sign says. Well, if, we, if this goes well, we get the waitress lady to mm. be with the teenage boy. He won't use us the way you used to. He won't make us all sad and hurt. Mm -hmm. or... uh, Hello, I'm, I know you were close to Saki. I'm sorry. It's okay. Like Saki always said, it's for the greater good. The amount of time Saki took and a bullet for us. Mm. We need to make this happen. We need to make this work All right. in Saki's name. Well, let's get in there and somehow overrun the bartender and ensure that she wants to leave. Mm -hmm. And oh, she'll be tempted. She'll know that the boy. she'll know that somehow we belonged to the boy, and so she'll want to run over to the boy and tell him that he's missing. Oh. I know. What, what pillow? Right here. It's embroidered <gasps> with his initials. <gasps> it's the part that he uses the most. It's kind of awkward. Yeah. His mother sewed that in for him. That's awkward too. That's, yeah. Oh, 1980s right. is rough. I'm just not gonna knock on this door with my one arm that moves a lot. I guess no one's home. I thought the bartender lady would be there. Here, let's try again. Come on, waitress, bartender lady. We need to meet a tap and ear hey, that's you... awful. Hey, did you hear what? that? I heard something. You hear, you're hearing some sweet nothings is what you're hearing. I'll tap it. Oh my, oh my goodness, look. It's a little cat puffy weird creature. My name's yeah. Allison McDuff. Champagnes, I think. And it says words. I think those are the things. I think those are the things that are gonna get us and that little teenage girl out of here because I'm feeling terrible and it's party's time. All right, all right, I'm done. This is looking like you were speaking your word. This is legitimate. This is all right, all right. Fine. I think you should fall over and make a big clatter. All right. You better help pick up the pieces later. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You fucking dirty, dirty. Ah, dirty, oh. I'm classy dirty. All right. You're classy dirty, but you're from the dirty the south. The dirty south. <laughs> 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 Oh no, um, I'm sorry, little, um, little thing. Um, come with me. Oh, shit. <sighs> Gotta clean all of this up. Um, don't, don't, you don't move. Everything's okay. Hey, that's the way, that's, that, this is, this is it. This is our moment. That's it, that's it. Are you, wait, are you pillow, are, are you? I'm wasty, I'm wasty, I'm wasty. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, all right. Wasty, here we go. I'm gonna show my rear like I've never done before. And hopefully, hopefully they have a connection because apparently they don't really know each other that well, even though they're the only two teenage-ish, mm -hmm. adults-ish people in all of our tiny town. Here we go. Oh. Allison, make, make some noise. Make sure she looks this way. Yeah, say your name more. Say weirdly say just your name more. Allison McDuff. Allison McDuff. Is that your name, little cute thing? Allison. Allison McDuff. Wow, that's awesome. What do we have here, Allison McDuff? Are these pillows in a wastebasket? Pillow, pillow, wastebasket, wastebasket. Say yum. Say yum. It'd be intriguing. Yum. Yum, yum. It'll remind her of her really the teenage boy. Right, right. 
Right, the, the, the love of the boy. Yum, yum. There's yum, some yum. weird embroidery on this pillow. Yum, yum. Ooh, yum. TP. Toilet paper? Tom Pendleson. <laughs> Tom, Tom. Is this Tom? Yum, yum, Tom, Tom. Tom, 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 Tom. You know Tom? You're Tom's little pet? Tom. I should go over there right now. Come on, let's say take a let's go to Tom's. Oh, oh no, we didn't want to go to Tom's, did we? Oh no, oh no, Saki's death was in vain. No, no, it's okay because if they meet and they fall in love, he won't use us the way he used to use us. Oh, I get it. He'll use her like he uses us. Right. Oh, but I'm still gonna get if there are if they are educated youngish oldish adults have rolled there, then they will use protection, and I will still have to deal with that. Wastebasket, we've all had to make sacrifices. <laughs> Maybe wastebasket, we could get a bin liner so it doesn't just touch you. Oh, we could get something nice and scented, like a a lavender scented liner. Oh, maybe his mom can hook us up, hook me up. Yeah, she works at the grocery store. Oh, yeah. That would... Well, he'll be an adult now if he's finally losing his virginity to this lady. <laughs> Guys, I think this is going to be the best for everyone. I really do. <laughs> I won't get fucked in the embroidery anymore and you guys you guys will have liners it'll be great i'll get lady bits too whatever that's like i don't know what teenagers ladies put in their waste baskets so that'll be that'll be a new adventure Oh, we've got the whole world ahead of oh. you, y'all. Thank you, Saki, for your sacrifice. Saki. And to thank Saki. you, Allison. Thank you, Allison. For using that rotating fist to help us to get out of this predicament we've been in. And thank you, Waste Basket Wasty, um, for telling me about my past. I didn't really know. You're welcome. We all got something out of this today. We all got... Merry Christmas, everybody. Something out of this today. Yeah. We cut to the movie movie theater where all of the inanimate objects are watching including Saki are watching uh Beauty and the Beast anachronistically Beauty and the Beast <laughs> good singing there that, that was classy that's classy Tappy it's classy Jampies I told you mm. what a movie am I right mm -hmm. All right, all right. You you did a little you warmed you warmed the insides a little bit and I don't I don't even like to be that warm. You did mm -hmm. All right. Who picked this movie? It's so unrealistic. Mm -hmm. Saki, I think it's delightful that you froze over and then once the ice all melted, you got clean and you came back to life. That's wonderful. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. I appreciate it. I'm still on a lot of planes, so don't stress me oh, out. Oh, okay. Um, but you look very beautiful today. Yeah, same to you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> kind of like the second I, one. Oh. Yeah, go, go okay, ahead. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I was thinking since there is just so much loves in the room oh. right now that we should all make like a teenage boy mm -hmm. and a waitress girl mm -hmm. and use each other. Oh, I I get it. You want me to tap that? Mm-hmm. I see. Oh, you want to tap that? I want you to tap this tap. <laughs> You're gonna try to tap that with the tap. Mm, all right. All right. And I want Saki to get down with McDuff's. Mm-hmm. You can do a little Saki action. It's fine. It's fine. And like he always does, Pillow will watch. <laughs> You know, there's this little basket right here. We can just have some privacy in. Yeah. Let's all hop in. <laughs> let's have a good. Let's all have a, a good time. Let's let's really start a fire in there. Eh? <laughs> now that it's been lined, nobody can see. Mm -hmm. 
And they all jumped into the wastebasket and fucked happily ever after. At Christmas time. Fade. Fade to black. Fade to black. Oh, no. What a nightmare town. Oh, these poor inanimate objects. Whatever shall we do? Lauren, are you okay? Traumatized. I always worry. I do always worry when we have new folk that come in. I'm like, are we... Have we like soil like have we soiled the name of improv? Have we done something terrible? Mm, soiled. Oh, I hope not. There's a lot of soiling in this one, so it was so much soiling. <laughs> yeah. All right. Final thoughts. Oh my god, Saki, tell me what's up. What are you thinking? Um, oh, I liked that. Um, I almost had an honorable death. Um, but Gremlins um is not a good movie. Don't go see it if you have. Don't go see it. Don't mm-hmm. see it. Don't. It should never be in your playlist of movies mm-hmm. to watch. Speaking of which, you say don't go see it, but it is in movie theaters right now in the like rare movie theater that's actually still pumping. Why? I just googled today. Uh, as I was typing Gremlins, some of the top pop-ups were like, you know, uh, what's that? What's the name of that Draft movie theater? Draft House has it at like South Lamar and stuff. So coincidentally, it is still playing. So, but take Keisha's advice: don't go see it. Support movie theaters in any way you can because I miss them and I can't wait to go back to them. But don't go see this movie. Allison McDuff, what are you thinking? Final thoughts. Um, I liked how this was a Toy Story Brave Little Toaster <laughs> gone wrong. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we definitely did Toy Story. And I've never felt sadder about <laughs> how we belittled and destroyed a movie. Virginia's face is so angry. Uh, all right. Wasty slash champy. Um, I feel like I got an education into a world that I wouldn't have had otherwise. It was really unique. Some about oh a boy's life and alcohol. I'm not a drinker, so I, I learned about some things. Uh, so it was a, a nice ride. And I, I would watch the movie because it, it it's pure entertainment of badness. I would totally MST3K that uh, and just have a real good time pointing things out. I, I would have my kombucha shots, probably. I don't know. <laughs> You don't, there's no, 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 no shots necessary. This movie is wild enough on its own. I don't think you need to. Kabucha's crazy. <laughs> Kabucha will get you. It'll get you right in the boot. You know what I'm talking um, about. That's the, is that not the commercial for that? Is it? No, it's probably not. Keisha says it's definitely not. I would have believed you. Keisha's like that. I would have believed you. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Well, that's it, I think. I guess that's how it ends. We all uh, end in the wastebasket of life, just putting putting ourselves together. Uh, once again, I'd like to. Uh, was that something else? Did I hear something else? Mm-hmm. Virginia, did you say something? Nope. Okay. Uh, I'd like to beg everybody to subscribe to our podcast. It's on iTunes. It's on Spotify. It's everywhere else. Uh, also, follow us on Instagram at Theater Greater Than Film and join our Facebook page, Theater Greater Than Film. It's all TGTF all day. So with that, last words before we go, before we go, we say nothing. Uh, Bye! Bye! Bye. <laughs> and a happy new year. Oh, happy holidays. 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 Uh,
that's it, everybody. We love you so much. See you until next time. Bye. Yeah, say your name more. Say weirdly say just your name more.